0: Welcome to I Can Relate with your host, Chosen King Willie, where we talk about godly relationships and relationships from God's perspective. On today's show, we have part two of the word of God. But before we get into it, I just want to share something with you guys real quick. Um, Thank you guys for all your support, all your encouragement, all your uh, listening ears and attentive hearts to hear what thus said the Lord um, from the word of God. Because we, everything we, we say, we back it up with scripture. You know, a wise person, wise wise uh, man of God once told me, he said, "Uh, you know, people don't need you. They don't need to hear what you think. They need to hear what God thinks and how he says things should be. And that was even then, that was the seed that was being planted for this podcast. And later on, uh, the man of God was teaching in areas. And I was like, wow, Lord. We need that kind of teaching in the body of Christ, where we understand that it's so it, that it's a way that you do things, and we need to understand your way of doing things when it comes to relationships. So I can relate. Was born out of it, and my minister, Terrence Shivers, of Terrence Shivers Ministries and of Trumpet Call Broadcast, has uh, taught and we teach the message of light, faith, and the healing power of God. And that's our our ministry and our message to take that all over the world. I said all of that because without Terrence Shivers Ministries and that without Trumpet Call, there would be no I can relate. I can relate was born out of uh, being taught and seeing a need and and responding to that need. My my uh, pastor taught. Has always taught us to get involved, and this is my, me getting involved in a way to make a difference in my community and to see other believers start to win in relationships the way God would want us to, according to the word. So, I can relate was born out of a genuine place of love and adoration for um, people and seeing people grow and develop into leaders of change, and then therefore changing their world and changing the world all around the world or going all around the world and with that change so it's with that that i say please help us you can help us you can help trumpet call broadcast by going and subscribing on get on youtube go type in Trumpet in your search bar type in trumpet call broadcast and go subscribe and you'll be notified when we go live every friday with our friday service You'll be able to hear the word of God, an on-time word of God from the very heart of God that will change your life. You will never be the same. One word from God is all you need. Hey, Peter heard one word. He heard, come, while Jesus was walking on the water. He t- he stepped on on that word and water became a floor for him. So one word from God is all you need. That being said. Let's pray and let's get into today's message. We got a lot to cover and we got enough time to cover it. Amen. Amen. Father God, thank you for this message. Thank you for the word of God. Thank you for what you will have to say to us in your word, Lord God, because it is by your word that we have the mind and we know what you're thinking. We have your mind and your thoughts, Lord God, how you think, act, and conduct yourself. We have the word of God, and that's how you think, act, and conduct yourself. Oh, Father, thank you. We ask you, Holy Spirit, to speak through my lips of clay, that you may get the honor, you may get all the glory and all the praise due unto your name, that you glorify the name that is above all names yet again, that you take my lips and use my lips as a vessel. To bring honor and glory unto your name, yet again, Lord God, and we thank you. We give you all the honor and glory for it in Jesus' name. And Lord, if there's anyone who doesn't know you, we just ask you right now that you'll take the, this, take these teachings, stir up the heart of that person, and bring them to a place where they can make a a great choice to be with you forever in the kingdom of God and join their brothers and sisters on the forefront. As we take the message of life, faith, and healing power to the body of Christ and all around the world. And even if they don't join Trumper Call, they can join others, Lord. We're all one big family, but we all are called to, to teach different things. But we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, okay, let's get into it. The Word of God is part two. Today, the Word of God, the Word is God. The Word was in the beginning with God. The word is God and can do what God can do. Let's look at John 1, 1 through 5 right now on tonight. And we're reading out of the New King James Version. And it reads, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was nothing made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. That's John 1, 1 1-5. That's talking about in the beginning. It it tells you right then and there that God is the word, that he's not separated from his word. Now turn with me. Let's go back and let's read Genesis 1, 1 1-5. Amen? This is a good study. You take these scriptures, write them down, and do the study. It will bless your soul. Believe me, it will bless your soul. And Genesis 1, 1 through 5, go reads according to this. Amen. I found it. I'm there. In the beginning, God, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep. We just read John 1 and 1 that says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So in the beginning, we could read it like this after reading that. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God. And the the was in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And God created the heavens and the earth with what the Word. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the earth. Why? Because He hadn't spoke the Word yet. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, "Let there be light," and there was light. And God saw the light that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. God called the light day and the darkness he called night. So even in the morning was the first day. Amen. Amen. So now we know what was in the beginning with God, what God used to create light, what he used to uh, separate the light in the darkness. And we understand what all this world is, uh, what holds this world together. Let's go to Isaiah 55, 11 through 13. You got another part to see in that, all right? Amen. Let's go. I'm excited, y'all. Y'all excited? Is it getting good yet? It's getting good to me. So I just want to know, is it getting good to y'all like it's getting to me? Let's go. Isaiah, Isaiah, Isaiah. We're there. And bear with me. that That's another thing I'm going to do. I'm going to um, probably start putting up challenges, challenging uh Things like just read your Bible, uh, learning the books of the Bible, which Bible, which book of the Bible comes first because it will help you reference and get to where you need. We're there, Isaiah 55, verse 11 through 13, and it reads from the New King James. It says, so shall, so shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. For you shall go out with joy and shall be led out with peace. The mountains and the hills shall break forth into singing before you, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Instead of the thorn shall come up the cypress tree, and instead of the briar shall come up the myrtle tree. And it shall be to the Lord for a name, for an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. Now let's stop right there for a second. (coughs) Excuse me. In Christian circles, um, growing up, in a Christian home, we used to hear things that uh, like this. And Before there was a problem, there was always the answer, and the word was the answer. So if it said, from what we just read, that the word will go forth out of his mouth, it won't return to him void, but it shall accomplish what he pleased, Somebody had to have faith in that word in order for it to do that. Because after the fall of man, there was no one in the world to receive the word from God and act on it. And act accordingly because Adam gave that right up when he sinned before God in eating the fruit from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. We know that. We talked about that. So after that, since we know that's what happened then, we knew that no one could have faith in the word. That word had to, to stay, um, stay written and stay enclosed in a book until almost 2,000 years ago. When Jesus Christ was born of a virgin and was able to come and pick up where Adam left off. He had to be born under certain guidelines in order to not be born into sin and shaping in iniquity like the rest of us. So he had to be born blameless to be able to, to be a spotless lamb before God so he could take on the cross for all of us. Even those who don't receive. He took it for them as well. So. (coughs) With that being said. We know. That the word. They could only act on. In the Old Testament. They acted on the word. They acted on the promises. But they weren't able to act on it. The way Jesus was able to act on it. And heal people. And see, They they had um, God supernaturally moving in their midst. But they couldn't themselves just go and speak to a thing and watch things change like uh, Jesus did. And as Adam did, I'm sure he did before the fall of man. So we see right here that man was was able. Now, when Jesus came, but Isaiah was before Jesus. But before uh, Jesus came, no one could act on the word and get the same result. That is said because they didn't have the ability to do it from actually being born again or being a son of God. They were the children of God, yes, but they wasn't. They were uh, grafted in. The Bible says they were grafted in or ingrafted into His family. Now you've been the word says adopted, but uh, a bunch of theologians and I even believe this, and it makes sense. That word is as close as we they knew the writers of the book the writers of the Bible knew at the time to say adopted because that's the closest word that they could say you were in one family in the uh, in the spirit but because of who uh, because of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ death, because of Jesus Christ death burial resurrection because of who he was what he did for all mankind all that receive him now have the same spirit that was in him. After the resurrection. They have the resurrected spirit of Jesus Christ. In them. All who who believe and come into. New life. In the new birth. Through. Believing in their heart. Romans 10 and 9. And confessing with their mouth. Everyone who comes in there. Into new life. Through the new birth experience. All of them have the ability to pick up the word. Like Jesus did. Speak the word. And watch the word go to work on their uh, circumstances. We talked about, oh, it's further down. That's my next point. We're, we're leading to the next point already. The the word of God is also the arm of the Lord. And I'll show you that in a minute. So we know that the word is going to go do the thing, going to go subdue whatever you need to do. So that's why as Christians, you wonder why the devil works overtime. <coughs> on you to get you to look and to see, so he can get you to speak by what speak according to what you see. And when you speak based on what you see and not the word, when you look at the circumstances and the situations and you speak according to them, you're not walking by faith because the Bible says we walk by faith and not by sight. But what are we walking by faith in? What God has said about every circumstance and situation in our lives. Based on us being children of the most high God. So, if he says you're healed, but you still got symptoms in your body, I decree right now in the name of Jesus, you are healed. You stop agreeing with the symptoms. That don't mean you don't take your medication. If you're on medication, you take your medication. But you pray before you take it and you take your medication. That don't mean you just go start kicking, uh, 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 Walkers out of people's hands and kicking um, kicking canes out of people's hands. No, you're going to get beat silly if you do something like that. It just means that you, you pray before you use those things. You, you pray before you use your cane. And you let God from the inside out metamorph you through revelation of the word and let him produce that healing inside and then on the outside where it can be seen. But you just don't go and just start throwing down canes and I'm walking by faith. No, you're going to be on the floor. They're going to have to pick you up off the floor. So let's not be pretentious and let's not be um, extremists the wrong way. It's okay to get extreme and believe in the word, but let's not get extreme to the point of hurting ourselves and and making um, the make the word of God look like it has no power. It has power. Allow it to work on you. It's a process. All right. Amen. If It says that you're financially uh, healed and set free. I don't care what your bank account says. You speak the word in the word only. Why? Because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. But also, we walk by faith in what God has said and not by what the circumstances say or dictate. We don't walk according to the circumstances. <coughs> we walk according to... To what the word says. Amen. Amen. Let's look at Isaiah 54 15 through 17. Let's see what it's going to say. Hallelujah. 15 through 17 it says. Indeed they shall surely assemble. But not because of me. And this is Jesus I believe talking. uh, To the prophet. Through the Holy Spirit. Whomever assembles against you. Shall fall for your sake. Behold I have created the blacksmith who blows the coals in the fire, who brings forth an instrument for his work. And I've created the spoiler to destroy. No weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue which shall rise against you in judgment, you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And their righteousness is, of, is from me, says the Lord. Amen. Amen. So what we just read there. It's telling you that yes, circumstances and situations are gonna come up, but they didn't come up because God made them come after you or had you uh, had things just bad things happening to you. No, they're gonna arise. They're created for you to use the word on, but they weren't created to destroy you or cause you grief and none of that. That's not what they're for. The enemy is a crafty. Slick liar. And that's what he wants you to think. That as a believer, there is no hope. But we have, our the word of God is our living hope. Just as God, just as Jesus lives, so does the word live. It's alive and active. And sharper than any two-edged sword. Uh, splitting the, asunder, the Bible says, uh, the joints, bones and marrows, and even the spirit, if I'm not mistaken. That's not a direct paraphrase, that's just me paraphrasing to show you that the word is alive amen amen and so that being said we're still on what we're still on point number two what the word of god can do now let's go to mark 11:22 through 24 i want you to see something here now watch this we're putting it together we're building this bridge we're going over this bridge let's build this bridge amen y'all build this with me amen all right, Mark eleven twenty-two through 24. We're just about there. We're in John right now. We're in Mark now. Mark 11. Okay, 22 through 24. Let's find it. So Jesus answered and said to them, Have faith in God. And we just talked about what faith is. For surely I say unto you, Whosoever shall say, Listen to this. To this mountain. Be removed and be cast into the sea and do not doubt in his heart, but believe that those things which he says will be done. He will have whatever he says. Therefore, I say to you, <coughs> excuse me, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Amen. We were just talking about that in Mark 11, 12, uh, 11 20, 22 through 24. Perfectly summed up what I was just saying about we believe what God says. We believe his report. He had not he asked, but Joshua asked the children of Israel. He said, whose report will you believe? He said, you can either believe the report of those whose land you are in or you can believe the report of almighty God. But as for me and my house, we shall believe the report of the Lord and we shall serve the Lord all our days. That famous saying came from Joshua talking to the children of Israel as they were taking land and as they were uh, fighting the enemy. Whose report are we going to believe? Are we going to believe what God said or the doctor said? God's word never changes. Their report can change. Your vitals can change. It can go up or down. It's changed. What is said and it can be seen by, I'll say this, anything that's not the word. Is subject to change, and as long as you know that and you keep that at the forefront of your mind, you know that all things are able to change, no matter how bad it looks. Amen. Because it, when Jesus died and went to uh, when, when died and was buried, everybody thought it was over. But in three days, he got up. Even death wasn't permanent for him. Who we whom all the the born again. Have their life in now. Death can't hold him down. So if death can't hold him down. There's nothing else that he has to worry about. Death can't touch him. Death can't touch a new born again believer. Unless you're not walking in love. But death should not be able to touch you. Because faith worketh by love. Or it's energized. or That's the power. The power house or the... Where faith gets all its energy, energy, is from love. <coughs> so you got to walk in love. Amen. Let's talk about the third point and get ready to wrap this episode up. We're almost done, y'all. Bear with me a little bit longer. The word of the Lord is the arm of the Lord. Amen. The word of the Lord is the arm of the Lord. Go with me to Isaiah 53 and 1. Very famous verse. One of my favorite verses, but. Very famous verse. And you're trying to see why now. Watch this. And this is what the word says. In your Bible, my Bible, and all Bibles. Amen. Amen. We're there. Who has believed our report? And this is the prophet Isaiah talking to God. And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? So wait a minute. Why did it connect the report of the Lord or what God said to his arm? Because... Your arms are connected to your body. If you to say that's like saying my hand. Who has believed what's in my hand? And who has my arm been extended to? My hand and my arm are connected. So he could he he put the prophet said it like that because the report is the arm is attached to the arm of the Lord. What he said is the hands. His words are his hands. His, he says, Who has believed the report? And whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? So it's the hand or the arm, the whole arm. Actually, thank you, Holy Spirit. The word of the Lord is the arm of the Lord and able to do things. What what do you use your hands and your arms for? To carry things, to do things, to um to um what's the word I'm looking for, Holy Spirit? To fidget or fix things You need your hands Being able to be You need to be able to have full use of your hands Is what I'm getting at Amen Amen. So right there we see right there Isaiah 53 and 1 That the word of the Lord is the arm of the Lord So this is what Adam had He had His newborn spirit He had the word of God And he had the presence of God And I mentioned that Because the next episode will be the presence of God Oh, it's going to get good You should have seen the study Wait till we get there You'll you'll see what I'm talking about Okay, so we know that um, Adam had the, the new birth We know he had the word of God And we know he had the presence of God Those are three things And we're talking about part two Or the second thing that he had after the new birth Which is the word of God, amen? Amen Let's go to Isaiah 59 and 1 real quick we're going to uh, kind of breeze through the rest of these scriptures So we can get And um, we'll bring this to a nice close Isaiah 59 1 <clears throat> Behold the Lord's hand is not shortened Okay In 53 1 it said His arm Now this one says 59 1 says the Lord's hand is not shortened That he cannot save Nor his ear heavy That he cannot hear <clears throat> So 53 is called the arm. 59 is called the hand. The arm and the hand are connected. There's the connection. Go with me to Isaiah 63:12 real quick. This is the last one in Isaiah. And we'll read it together. When you get there say amen. Amen. Who led them by the right hand of Moses? With his glorious arm, dividing the waters before them to make for himself an everlasting name. Again, they go to hand. The hand and the arm. yeah, his glorious arm. Yep. There you go. The hand and the arm connection. That's another uh, point. Let's go to Exodus 6 6. Let's see what Exodus 6 6 says. Amen. All righty. Six, six. Almost there. We almost got it. Okay. We're almost there. Okay, Exodus 6, 6. Therefore, say to the children of Israel, I am the Lord. I will bring you out from under the burden of the Egyptians. I will rescue you from their bondage, and I will redeem you with my outstretched arm and with great judgment. So again, we see the arm, (coughs) the arm being extended. So the arm being extended must mean the hand. I'll take my hand and I'll draw you out. And now that we know the word is the arm of the Lord and the hand of the Lord, we know that he was going to send a word, through a man to draw them out. So you see now how God does everything. He gives you the word to handle the situation, to bring you out to a safe place, to a future. He says in Jeremiah 29 11, I know the thoughts that I think of you, thoughts to give you a future, a hope, and then expect it in. Why? Because the word is going to bring you out. That's how you're going to leave out of every situation, believer, out of every turmoil. And I I feel like I'm speaking to someone right now in the name of Jesus. You have to get in the word and allow the word to draw you out of whatever circumstances and situation you're in. The word of the Lord is the arm or the extended arm and hand of the Lord, which is pulling you out of that dark place, pulling you out of strongholds, pulling you out of addiction, pulling you up. Out of sin pulling you away from death itself and pulling you into the glorious light and liberty that's in Christ. Amen. So to whoever it is, believer, know this. God has sent his word to bring you out. Hallelujah. And you're coming out in the matchless name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You're coming out in Jesus name. Amen. I just felt led to tell someone that that's for someone. Amen. To whoever is for, it, praise God. Let's go to go with me, everybody, to Psalms 44, verse three. Psalms 44, verse three. For they did not gain possession of the land by their own sword, nor did their own arm save them. But it was your right hand. Your arm in the light of your countenance because you favored them. So again, the word of God came to them and brought them out of Egypt. The word of God came to them and spread the red Sea. The word of God came and delivered them out of every situation, turmoil that they were going through. It was the word of God that was leading them out. They were led out by the word. Amen. Let's go to Psalms ninety-eight, one. See what it says. Oh, sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have gained him the victory. Again, the hand and the arm is extended to bring you out and bring you into the light. There's healing in the light, deliverance in the light, prosperity in the light, in every area. Shalom is in the light. Peace, nothing missing, nothing lacking, nothing broken. So God is always bringing you into that, into his presence Through the word. Where there's fullness of joy. Fullness. Come into my presence. Because in my presence. Through the word. Is all that you're looking. And toiling for. Is in the presence. So let him draw you near. Through the word. Into his presence. Because in his presence. Is where the presence are. But we don't come to him. For his presence. We come to him for his present, Meaning. We, we yearn to be around God. We yearn to hear from him. We yearn to be close. <clears throat> presence in the sense of um, proximity, but also presence in the sense of time spent, personal time, consecration, and, and sanctification. Amen. And then let's look at our last one before we close it up today. Philippians 3.21. Amen. This has been a good study. It's been quick. It's quicker by faster than I thought it would go. Not that I thought it would drag, but I I didn't think it would go this fast. I didn't know i have been talking for 30 minutes, but let's get this last point. We'll close out in prayer, and we'll bid everyone adieu until the next message. Amen. Let's go to Philippians 3, 1 through 21. Amen. This has been a good study, y'all. I actually love doing this, so it's no problem. I like doing this. This is my... This is my cup of tea right here, so to speak. Cup of tea, cup of tea. Okay, Philippians three twenty one. Philippians three twenty one says, "Who will transform our lowly body that it may be conformed to His glory, glorious body, according to the working by which He is able to subdue all things to Himself." That's talking about again the word. He's able to do everything by the word. He, every time he spoke to anyone, it was always the word that was doing the work. That's the arm and the hand of Jesus. That's what's going to do the work. So you have the the arm of God working for you. Every time you speak the word, over trying to figure it out in the natural, don't be toiling, don't be trying to do it yourself. If you're born again, let God through the word of God lead you. Into his presence. And give it all to you. Bless you with it. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Lord God I just thank you for for the message today. I thank you for everyone who's heard. I thank you for the message of the word of God. As the second thing that you gave Adam. Before you gave him woman. Lord God I just ask you that you take this word. And you begin to move in the hearts of the people. That you begin to show them. And add to them. From this word to their hearts and their ears, and add to them a hundredfold everything that they heard. Lord, bring it forth more and more until the coming day of Jesus, till the uh, day star arises in their heart. In Jesus' name, performing until that day, until the completion of it. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray and believe. Amen. Again, if you do not know Jesus Christ, it's the best decision I, that you can ever make is to come to know Him. But you gotta first know that you are a sinner. And that you need a savior. I, at 11 years old. I knew. I had a mother that, that was a Christian. I knew that if I died. That I was going to hell. And I made a conscious decision. It's the best decision. Oh, oh my God. It's the best decision you'll ever make. At 11 years old. I made a decision. That changed my destiny. Changed the trajectory of my life. I wasn't looking for that. I didn't come in. To this, to look for um, my destiny change. I just wanted to know a God that was in love with me. Just he, he just wanted to know me, and that was good enough for me. I just want. I just needed a God that I could talk to, a God that had been could be relatable, that could relate to me, and that could lead me, show me, guide me. I was looking to be led and guided in this life, and God was the only one who could do it. And I don't mean that in no crazy way. I just mean that he's the only one that can show you through the word how life is supposed to be and instruct you in life. Amen. So let that sit with you. Let that sit in your spirits. Um, Again, thank you to everyone who's listening, who have listened, who will listen. Thanks for all the support. And again, make sure you guys, and I'm going to say it again, make sure you guys log on to YouTube or get on your YouTube and go to Trumpet Call Broadcast and become a member and help us reach our goal of 100 new members. Amen? Amen. Love you guys. Until the next one. This is your host, Chosen King Wooly. This is I Can Relate. And we'll see you on the next episode. Amen? Amen. Bye-bye.